What's going on guys, it is Casey Washak here, co-creator of the Fit and 42, and your host, your captain, your navigator to the Fit and 42 life. Guys, I'm in the truck, I got my caffeine in the form of cold brew. I just found out last week that cold brew coffee has more caffeine in it than espresso or regular coffee. Apparently it's because the bean gets to steep longer and so the caffeine gets pulled more caffeine gets pulled out of the bean the longer it steeps. So, if anything, that's what you learn this podcast. But I have a uh something on my mind, something that comes a- across a lot. And um I I'm going to try not to rant about it because I I know it's the questions I get are well-intentioned, um, but it is frustrating, okay? So let me just tell you what happens all the time. Friends, family, clients, um, potential clients, pe- people come up to me and say, Casey, listen, man, my uh, my 10-year-old, he's starting to put on a little weight. Uh, is there any way you can talk to him? And let him know, like, he needs to stop eating Doritos and soda and, uh, you know, whatever the treat is. And so, um, I'm not Matlock or Kojak, um, but I don't need to be. Chances are this 10-year-old doesn't make their own income, doesn't have transportation, and does not do their own grocery shopping. I, I'm just gonna, you know, deductive reasoning. I'm gonna say that that's probably the case for 99.99 percent of ten year olds. So I have to get like Jedi like and maneuver from the focus being on the child to the parent, and trying to explain to mom or dad. That sometimes you got to be the bad guy because you created this monster and now you have to tame it. And I'm not talking about the kid being the monster. I'm talking about the habits. All right. I just want to make that clear because here's the thing. Um, our children are completely clean slates. They're like a a clean chalkboard. And between us and the environment they're in, we are just marking up that chalkboard. And really, most of the good, but if you're going to take responsibility for the good, you got to take responsibility for the, the bad, so to speak. So most of the good habits and bad habits come from mom, dad, and the and where they spend most of their time, their environment. And I get it. You know, typically most, uh, you know, mo- both parents are working these days. And so the time with their children are limited. And a lot of times we like to show love by giving the kids like what they like, what they want. And it makes us feel good giving them these treats. It makes them feel good. But then all of a sudden, 
it like I said, it's it's hard to tame this monster. Because then all, you wake up one day and you're like, oh, wow, um, uh, something needs to change. And it's just like adults. You know, um, the habits we, we start to uh, implement is what creates our lives and what creates the person in front of you. So it's really hard because I you can't point fingers, but at the same time, I need the parents to realize, like, look, you got to be the bad guy. Somehow, some way, if you want something to change, you need to pump the brakes on this and start turning things around. And I will say more times than not, the parents are not taking their own advice or the advice they'd like me to give their children, which makes it even harder. Because that do what I say, not as I do, does not work. Okay? Your children emulate what they see in you. And it's pretty wild. You know, my kids are young. They're seven and four and they play family, which, you know, they have a little kitchen. They're making each other breakfast and stuff. And where are the kids? And I listen to my son and he, um, he acts out my accent. He acts out my mannerisms he uses the language I use as far as, like, I, I call their mom babe all the time. So he'll be like, hey, babe. Hey, babe. Get the kids. Dinner's ready. And I'm like, he's, he's being me. So they'll listen to what you say, but they're going to do what you do. So it's really hard for you as a parent to say, hey. You need to stop doing X, Y, or Z and start doing A, B, and C, especially if you don't do it personally. You're you're saying this is important for you, but not important for me. And that's that's going to be a really hard um, avenue to navigate. So my recommendation is if you start to notice there are things that your child is doing that you don't necessarily like, especially if it's a habit. Because chances are if there's Doritos in the house, it's not like your son or daughter is the only ones eating Doritos. All right? So to say you can't or you shouldn't eat Doritos anymore and then you're still munching on them and your fingers are all orange and whatnot, then that's not going to stick. You're being a hypocrite. So easiest way and what I would recommend for these uh, the people who are usually asking me the question is you need to implement a family-wide like system or protocol. This way it's not 
finger pointing at the child. It's guys, here's what, you know what, 2019, the Washak family, we're going to get healthier. So what does that look like? I think we should like, we should work out like two hours a week. I think we should, uh, at dinner time, uh, we try to have, you know, uh, like two vegetables and a glass of water. Um, I'm, you know, we, we can only eat, uh, you know, sodas or Doritos once a week. Like, whatever it is, you set the parameters. Just make sure they're better than what you're doing. And they, they don't have to be extremely strict up front. You can slowly start, like, making them more challenging, so to speak, as they are implementing, as they're getting the hang of these different, um, these, th- this new system, if you will. All right. So, so that's the easiest thing to do, but look, you're, you're a parent, you're going to have to lay the law down and that's the hardest thing. And I completely get it because I'm a, I'm typically like a happy go lucky guy. And, um, I don't get to spend as much time with my kids as I want to. So when I have it in my head that like we're going to do something like I'm going to take them to the movies, we're going to go see, you know, some new Disney movie coming out and then they start acting up. That's a bummer. It's a bummer because I, I have to discipline them, even though it's probably going to take away something that I wanted to experience with them, um, at least in the short term. Because I, um, one of the things I feel I've, I've always been pretty good at is, uh, asking questions. I'm not too proud to get knowledge, especially in areas that I'm not as knowledgeable in. So, you know, owning these gyms and having all these different men and women, who are parents inside my facilities and friends and family as well. Uh, when, when my wife was pregnant with Charlotte, our firstborn, I was asking everybody like, Hey, what, what, what should we expect? What words of advice would you give to me? And one of the things that stuck out to me the most was this piece of advice. Your kids are going to challenge you. They're going to act up. They're going to yell and scream and throw things and throw tantrums. And when they're little, it's, it's almost cute. But what you have to imagine when they're doing this is a 16 year old doing it. A 16 year old version of your little daughter or your little son is, is throwing that tantrum is, is throwing toys, whatever. And that kind of hit me because, I mean, my kids are great kids, but they're, I mean, they have their moments and my son at four years old will stand up, he'll get real tall, clench his fists and he'll yell at me. And I imagine Colin at 16, who's probably going to be bigger than I am, uh, doing that. And that's going to be trouble. And so I have to nip this at the bud now. So that's 
that's something that's always in the back of my head is like, is this behavior acceptable for basically a grown man? No, if it's not, then I have to kind of course correct and I have to figure out how to get him to, to act differently. I have how to get him to make different choices. And that's a lot easier said than done, but you got to be the bad guy. You're the parent, right? Uh, you know, I think um, too often I hear a lot of people, myself included, com- complain about uh, the young generation coming up, the millennials, and how quote-unquote entitled they are and spoiled and they think they you know, deserve the world and without putting effort behind it. And in all honesty, ever since I became a parent, it's like, wow, it's not their fault. All that, all that stuff that we're criticizing is the fault of the parents or lack of parenting. Because we just, we set the track and our, I mean, it's, it's our kid's job is to figure out the boundaries. Think of this as bowling. Our kids, we're the bumpers. Our kids are going to try to figure out the different directions they can go. But we have to set up the bumpers and say, like, look, this isn't acceptable. You know, like, th- that's not something you do. Where are your manners? You know, where are your ethics, your morals? You know, so here's what we stand for as a family. And unfortunately, uh, in, in certain cases, maybe uh, there weren't that many bumpers or boundaries, parameters, whatever you want to call it. So that's kind of my rant today, guys. I just, you got to be the bad guy sometimes, especially if you see the, the, the behavior that you don't like, whether that's them eating a certain way or them, uh, you know, on their phone, what, whatever it is, just realize it's going to compound. If it's not addressed, it's going to compound and get worse and worse and worse. And that little snowball is just as it's rolling down the hill, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger until you can't control it. And at the end of the day, we just want what's best for our kids. If we see something that's not right, we it, it's not because you don't want them to enjoy food. It's you're like, I'm I, there's a lot of things, unfortunately, that come along with being overweight, health issues. Society treats people differently. They're like there, there's not one avenue or one aspect of life that isn't effective, isn't affected if you're not healthy. Your health is the most important thing. So, to to kind of bring this all back home, if you see things that you think need to be addressed as a family you change the change the conversation you make up 
This is what we're doing as a family. This is how we live. Create structure. You know, so often it's not uncommon for us inside Fit and 42. We we get one family member in Fit and 42 and they start affecting the whole family. And that's really what my goal is. My goal is to affect your circle of influence through you. I want you to be our mouthpiece. And I mean, we do Fit and 42 for kids. Why? Because there's parents who, just like I said, um, they want better for their kids. But we have to show these kids, like, look, it's like exercise can be fun. There, there's, there's, there's great tasting foods that are healthy for you. And what we want is the kids to start affecting the change inside the house. Like, mom, no, I don't want that. Uh, Let's do this instead. And because, once again, a lot of times, the parents are are sitting on the couch saying, hey, you need to work out. You're getting out of shape. You're eight years old. And the kid's like, I'm a smaller version of you. Maybe you should do something. So... What we try to do is incentivize the kids to get their parents up and exercise 15 minutes a day. And so we are going to attack this problem from all sorts of different angles. Kids, teens, adults. There's different different strategies for each. But it all boils down to setting the bar for the family. Somebody has to do it, whether it's the eight-year-old or the mom and dad. Somebody needs to step up and say, look, here's, here's what I think we should do now. And let's do it together. All right, guys. Caffeine rant over. I hope you guys are having a great day. I hope um, you guys keep going after your goals And I will be back to talk to you soon. Take care.